0: Bright Sounds, the voice of Bright World. Hello and welcome back to Bright Sounds, the voice of Bright World Guardianships. My name is Leah Ferris and after many delays and setbacks, students are finally heading back to school. We're so happy that our students will be able to join into classes again with their friends and teachers. But after such a turbulent time away, we're aware that this can also be a really big change. Well, today I'm joined by Jenny Rumble, our safeguarding director. Hi Jenny. Hi Leah. And our Suffolk and Norfolk Place local coordinator, Sarah Bozier. Hi Sarah. Hi Leah and you're both here to help me discuss this new guide that we're bringing out to help students to have a happy welcome back. Uh, So first of all Sarah I wanted to start by thanking you and all of our amazing local coordinators and host families for the incredible work that you guys have all been putting in over the course of this last year because it has been immense. Uh, it, It must be wonderful to hear that the students that you guys have all been so involved with and helping so much that they're finally going to be back in school.
1: Yeah, do you know, it really is um, such a relief to know that they're able to return and sort of for them to get back into a bit more of a routine, some sort of sense of normality, even with necessary (laughs) restrictions and sort of safety measures in place. I mean, I think during lockdown, um, local coordinators, we've sort of continued to carry out our role, yet working remotely. Uh, and I think I probably speak for all local coordinators by saying that I mean for us it was of the utmost importance that we kept in regular contact with students sort of over the phone by video chat email text messaging I mean I think I spoke to most students actually on a weekly basis as fortnightly and I just really enjoy sort of hearing their updates as to how they're getting on I mean keeping in touch was essential through such a tough time I mean I sort of I zoomed with one student who was sort of finding accessing their online learning from his home country quite a challenge oh so yeah he to Understand the learning platform which is you know understandable because i think we we're all trying to get to grips with a new way of working <laughs> so by sort of sharing my screen on zoom with him i was able to teach him how to log in find the school tasks and complete them as well as sort of how to submit the work so i also sort of talked him through joining a live lesson so being able to support him sort of helped Sort of alleviate that anxiety he was having. Yeah, I think, uh, I think it's sort of quite lovely to sort of have them WhatsApp you photos of their like, art projects and <laughs> things <bacon laughs> they're doing. I mean, I even had um, one young girl who'd found not being able to sort of return home really difficult, and she sort of phoned me via video chat and showed me her attempts at making a snowman with very oh. minimal snow. It was rather impressive, I have to say. <laughs> I mean, just to sort of hear her laughing and having fun with their friends was really rewarding. So quite yeah. to be able to share in their achievements and hear their news. Yeah, so. that's
0: lovely. So, Jenny, our local coordinators, they are, they are no strangers to welcoming students back at the beginning of the school year and after holidays. So what sparked the ideas behind this new guide that we're bringing out?
2: Yeah, Leah, as you say, um, you know, we're completely familiar with welcoming students back at the start of new terms and new school years under normal circumstances. Mm -hmm. Um, But this is going to be anything but normal um, for the schools and teachers and for the students. Um, Obviously, you know, we had people back last September. We thought everything was, um, you know, back on track um, and we've had another curveball. So, I think what kind of sparked the idea behind the guide is um, the quote that's now quite famous um, by Damien Barr that we're all in the same storm but we're not all in the same boat um, and so all our students have had such different experiences over lockdown and um, some who've not been home um, for many many months some who have been home and are probably um, worried about coming back um, everyone just coming from different places different um know different access to education they've had some people you know having full online lessons some people struggling with the online lessons and so it was really just a place to put together all the kind of considerations that we need to keep in mind and to try and help ease the students back in um, as much as we can.
0: It really it covers a lot so reading through the guide it's amazing
2: Yeah, I think, um, yeah, lots and lots of um, things to consider, which is another reason that we wanted to put it all together in one place for the LCs, um, because there are so many things that we're sort of juggling um, and that the students themselves are juggling.
0: Absolutely. Uh, Now, Sarah, you and all of our local coordinators across the country are very familiar uh, with how our students have been handling this, this year,
1: as you've been saying, how do you think returning to school is going to affect them now? Um, I think with sort of new measures in place due to Covid, students may need to sort of familiarise themselves with routines and I think that can actually be quite daunting and quite overwhelming at first. I mean they've already got so much to contend with when moving away to study abroad, Mm -hmm. you know, adjusting to a different culture, um, dealing with potential language barriers. I think sort of part of my role as an LC, a local coordinator, is to ensure supports in place and guidance is sort of readily available. Um, I think sort of contacting students sometimes prior to their return so that they can raise any concerns or worries that they may have um, is really quite important. And I think that way sort of, I can sometimes maybe communicate and speak to relevant sort of school staff to get any answers or information needed to reassure them before they arrive. And I think, yeah, I mean, I think as well, because I'm, I'm a primary school teacher, um, I like to sort of keep in mind that one shoe doesn't fit all. <laughs> so <laughs> each student is sort of under our guardianship and care may need to sort of have a different experience of the pandemic, and as a result, their needs are going to vary. So I think they'll have different levels of coping skills and sort of resilience in dealing with those experiences. And there's going to be so many emotions that they have to contend with the excitement about being back, seeing friends whilst sort of maybe suffering from a little bit of homesickness and anxiety at the prospect of change again. So I think we sort of as local coordinators have to have quite an open mind um, about what's gonna, what they're going through, really, and how they're coping with it and what support they might need.
0: Absolutely. I mean, Jenny, after this very stressful year, uh, it's understandable that some of our students may be worried about going to a host family for half terms or... Even if those host families might not want to host and what's going to happen if they happen to get sick whilst they're here. So what can we do to sort of, uh, alleviate these worries?
2: And um, So one of the topics that we cover in the guide is um, asking LCs to make sure that they're kind of aware of what we think that the students are going to be doing um, for the rest of this year. So that they can talk to the students about it, make sure everyone's on the same page um, you know, from the outset and um, really help reassure them that you know we've had um, our host families working all throughout this pandemic, and um, they've been absolutely fantastic, um, really dedicated to taking care of the students, um, and you know fully on board with our um, COVID safe plan. Um, that gives them, you know, all the info that they need on what to do if somebody falls ill. They've all signed up to that and to, you know, keep looking after students if that was to happen. So I think from that point of view, we really want the LCs to be able to go and uh, speak to these students or <laughs> Zoom call them and speak to them, and really just be able to give them as much reassurance as possible that whatever happens this year um, as it has been over the past year you know Bright World will make sure that they're okay um, and they've got somewhere to go that's
1: safe.
0: Absolutely that reassurance must mean so much to them as well you know I can only imagine and and in past episodes we've discussed how students needed to adapt being isolated and away from their friends and now we're sort of helping them get used to being in social situations again. Mm. So sort of a bit of a, a flip on that. Uh, Sarah, do you imagine this is going to be a difficult change
1: for our, well, not only for our returning students, but for our new students as well? Mm. I mean, I think um, obviously mentioning the welcome back guide. I mean, I've, that has proven already to be incredibly useful for myself as a local coordinator. So I think that's helping us prepare you know, the best possible way to support new students as well as returning um, students. I mean, because we know they're going to have, as we've already sort of said, they're going to have different emotional responses to starting at a new school or returning to school. And I think with regards to the welcome back guide, that's going to help that transition back be sort of a smooth one when returning sort of to the UK. And I think, in sort of by liaising and the communication with sort of head office and the local coordinators, we can sort of make them aware of any sort of significant changes in their school routines, timetable, and as well as sort of give them a little bit of a heads up almost <laughs> as to sort of what to expect with regards to, you know, COVID-19 and what's been put in place. I mean, I think it may be, I've had one student who's got some sort of questions already um, about their travel, the travel regulations. So it's almost like they're feeling a little bit nervous even before they've made it back into the UK. So I think by sort of talking to them about what to expect in advance, it can put their minds sort of at ease. I think we've sort of got to be extra sort of vigilant and make sure that they're contacted upon their return. And actually a few days later, because it may take them a little while to sort of settle in. And so, for us to sort of constantly check how they are feeling and whether they need anything sort of from from us as a guardianship company because understandably it 's going to take them time sort of to adjust but i mean i 'm really looking forward to our welcome back meetings and sort of scheduling arrival <laughs> zoom calls with them all or video chats <laughs> so and just sort of simply sort of having a chat with them, finding out what they 've been getting up to, and just letting them talk
0: yeah. I mean I've read through this guide and there are so many wonderful points that are yes. brought up yes. and uh, one of my favorites being is the one to stay positive
1: mm. so
0: keep an optimistic outlook I'm a I'm a strong believer in the power of optimism as everyone in the head office is painfully aware. Mm-hmm. I am that a relentlessly happy, chirpy voice in the background.
1: <laughs> and you know, that, saying, jumped, that jumped out at me as well. I thought, you know, whilst it's incredibly important to acknowledge challenges and losses, we, you know, a positive approach, you know, helps them, I think, definitely. You know, and I think there's so much to look forward to, you know, that over the next coming term. I think they need to be aware of as well.
0: Absolutely. Although I did think for a second that you're going to say you noticed that I am relentlessly optimistic. I was like, Wow, that's quick.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Do you know what, that is the best way to be. I think that's the best approach to have, isn't it?
0: <laughs> Absolutely. We've got to keep that positivity going. You know, we're going to welcome everyone back with such a nice, smooth, and easy transition back to <laughs> school. Sarah, Jenny, thank you both so much for joining me today. It's been a wonderful chatting with you. Uh, Sarah, I hope that you and all of our local coordinators have a lovely time welcoming back our students and I'm sure that they'll be equally as happy to see you as you, much as you're looking forward to seeing them. Uh, and everyone listening, thank you so much for joining us for today's episode and we look forward to hearing from you next time. Bye! listening to bright sounds a podcast from brightwell guardianships if you're interested in finding out more about anything we've discussed today please visit our website www.brightwellguardianships.com or follow us on facebook and twitter to find out more bright sounds is available as a podcast on major podcast platforms or by subscribing directly to us on podbean please look forward to more fascinating interviews and discussions with our brightwell team and expert guests Take care and we'll hear from you at our next Bright Sounds podcast.